Yo, 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 yo. We back, baby. Episode number two. Heavyweight champ talk. I missed y'all, man. I missed y'all. I really did. Sorry I gave a little break. Getting some shit in order. I need a theme song, man. I really want a theme song for this shit. I think I might have one. I think my man's made one for me. I'm trying to, you know... I want that theme song to be a part of this goddamn podcast. I need a theme song, man. I need a cool-ass theme song. But anyway, what up, people, man? We ain't going to be here all day. We ain't going to be here all night. We're going to get through this shit, and, you know, we're going to get back to our lives. You feel me? But uh, let's just get this shit started. Uh, I want to talk about SummerSlam. That's part of the reason why I waited, part of the reason why I missed last week, uh, because I wanted to get SummerSlam. I wanted to talk about SummerSlam, and, you know, Give my thoughts on it. Uh, all right, so uh, I didn't watch any of the kickoff, any of the of the uh, kickoff matches. I think it was a two hundred five title match with Drew Gul- Drew Gulak retaining, you know, his um championship. Didn't le- didn't lose that. And I think the other one was the women's tag team match with Alexa Bliss. Uh, yeah, with with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, they ended up retaining. You know, their matches, they defended them against the uh, Iconics in a rematch. So they didn't lose, kept their, kept their championships. Um, you know, I didn't really give a shit too much about the um, the kickoff show, to be honest with you. But I don't know. Overall, uh, Edge Edge made a little shocking return. He inter- I think he interrupted Elias, and then he spared them, which was pretty dope to see that because, you know, Edge, you know, having to retire with his, his neck injury and shit, and to see him... Given that light ass spear, Edge has one of the worst goddamn spears in the history of wrestling. Like seriously, if you look at that shit, it's so. It's like he hugs you and then drags you to the floor. You know what I mean? Like it's not even an aggressive fucking spear. You know, but it's Edge, Hall of Fame, a legend. You know, I fuck with Edge. Edge, I think is my brother's favorite wrestler of all time, actually. So yeah, but um, uh, anyway, so that happened. Um. I said they brought the pyro back. I guess that's just for the pay-per-views. Cause I, I remember if you noticed for a while that they took all the 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 pyros, you know, the explosions and shit. They took that away. For what reason? I'm not sure, but it seems like it's back. You know, they're back with the 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 pyros and the explosions, and we haven't seen that in a while. So that was pretty dope. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool to see that that's back. But uh, which match would I want to start with? Oh, okay. Becky versus Natalia in a submission match for the Raw Women for the Raw the Raw's Women. God damn, I can't talk for the Raw Women's Championship. Damn, couldn't get that shit out. But in a submission match, Natalia having the the crowd behind her because you know SummerSlam took place in Canada this, this year. Make some water. So um. She had the crowd behind her. Pretty decent match, back and forth match. Both of them uh, using each other's finishing moves against each other. But uh, it was a you know pretty cool match, pretty decent match. And Becky ended up submitting Lata- Natalia and keeping her championship. Then uh, I'm not gonna go in any order. I'm just gonna tell the matches down and you know get through them. So I'm not going in order. But um, then Goldberg, Dolph Ziggler, basically a fucking squash match. Uh, the way it started off. Uh, Dolph gave two pretty good-looking super kicks to Goldberg. He kicked out of him 
off of one off the one count both times when he pinned them. And then he just speared the shit out of them, jackhammered them, match over. You know, they still trying to make Goldberg look like he's still unstoppable and shit like that. But um I don't even think that was the highlight of the match. The highlight of the match was actually after the match when Goldberg was leaving and then Dolph started talking a whole lot of shit in the ring, uh, you know, disrespecting Goldberg and Goldberg came back, spared the shit out of him. Then he was leaving. Dolph kept talking shit again, came back, spared them again. And I think he spared them another. I think he spared them total three times. So. I guess that was pretty cool. After the match was pretty cool for them to do that. But all in all, really quick squash match. Nothing really spectacular about it. Then we had Ricochet versus AJ for the United States Championship, which is a good match. The two of them work well together. They put on good matches and shit, so that was really entertaining. But AJ ended up winning that one. You know, winning that, uh, winning that, defending his title uh, and beating Ricochet. Uh, then we had Bailey, Ember Moon. Match really wasn't all that, you know, just the typical regular, regular degla here, you know. Uh, but Bailey wins. She wins and keeps her SmackDown Women's Championship. But another thing, like when I was saying about Edge having a bad fucking finisher with the goddamn spear, that Bailey to belly finisher, that shit is definitely up there. For worst finishers of all time. That shit is it's nothing but a belly to belly. You know, that shouldn't finish a goddamn match. Now, when she did it to Ember, she did it from the top rope, which it looked better. It looked a lot better. Maybe if they change it to that, she does it off the top rope all the time now. It'll make more sense because it looks like it actually does way more damage <laughs> than, than, than regular. But if they just, they got to get her a new fucking finisher. Because that belly to belly shit is a garbage. So moving on from there, man. Uh, um, we got Kevin Owens. Well, I don't, eh, okay, Kevin Owens and Shane. You know, I'm so sick of this goddamn feud. I can't wait for this shit to be over. Uh, and we thought it was over because Kevin Owens won the match. It basically was a if Kevin loses, he has to quit type of matches and then right before the match started Shane brings out Elias as an enforcer or whatever outside the ring to make sure you know everything goes right so basically they was trying to screw uh Kevin Owens over but he prevailed he, he actually he low blowed I think he kicked he kicked um Shane you know in the sack you know he low blowed him and then he pinned him and shit like that so Kevin won but, um, yeah, this this feud is fucking terrible. It's a terrible feud. It's a boring feud. We've seen this shit time after time after time. It's a boring goddamn feud. They just need to move on. They need to let uh, Shane just do other shit, you know? Stop taking up so much fucking TV time and mic time from guys who really are talented in the ring and outside in the ring and on the mic and shit like that. They need to just cut this goddamn feud out, and they did it again. You thought it was over, but then, you know, when Kevin Owens came out on SmackDown, fucking Shane comes out again, and then it's still bullshit. Like, and SmackDown really wasn't too spectacular this week, but I'm going to get to that. But all right, anyway, moving on. Then we had Charlotte versus Trish Stadish, and 
you know, Trish having the fans of her behind her as well. Because, you know, like I said, it took place in Canada. Pretty good match. I was honestly surprised, you know, Trish did really fucking good. Because, you know, her era, her prom, and the female, the woman today, completely different. You know, the woman today fucking Russell. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, they be doing their damn thing. You know, they, they really be putting on a fucking show. And they be doing all types of shit. But back in Trisha's era, it really wasn't that. You know, it was more... They was really getting supermodels and shit like that. And putting them in ring gear. And then, you know, teaching them how to do certain moves. And it didn't look that fucking good. But Trish really surprised me, man. She put on a good goddamn match. She did a lot of shit I didn't know she was capable of doing. She put on a good match. Made it, you know, seem like she actually was about to win the goddamn match. But then, you know, Charlotte prevailed. And Charlotte Flair made a tap out to the figure. Is it the figure eight? Figure four? Call it the figure eight now. But made a tap out. And it looks like Trish might retire. She didn't say that. But she, you know, showed love to the crowd and everything. You know, they were saying, thank you, Trish. So maybe she might retire. I don't know. We're going to see. So moving on. Then we have uh, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. First time in action in the ring. A lot of people was looking forward to this because, you know, all we was getting for months was the, the Firefly Funhouse. So to finally get him back in the ring after not seeing him for fucking months. You know, and Bray is one of my favorite, my favorite wrestlers today, you know, in WWE. He's one of my favorite guys. So seeing him with this new gimmick is so fire and so dope. So he went he went one on one with Finn, Finn Balor, and it, it pretty much he just beat the shit out of Finn. Finn did a Finn did a few things here and there, but overall, you know, Bray pretty much beat the hell out of him. Bray looks great though, man. The gimmick is working. The gimmick looks good. You know, Bray looks good. He looks like he's in really good shape. You know, I like the mask. I like the, you know, the, the blonde dreads pretty much hanging over the mask. I like his, you know, the gloves, the boots. You know, I like his attire, man. This Bray shit is really dope. Um, I don't want to keep seeing him and Finn. Maybe I, I like to see him and Demon, him and the Demon, you know, Demon Finn Balor maybe once. That might be a little interesting and dope, but... I don't want to see too much of them. You know, I don't want to see them back and forth over and over. I want Bray to move around, you know, and really cause terror and put fans in niggas' hearts, you know. So, but overall, good match, but Bray really beat the shit out of him in that one. And then we're going to go on to the WWE Championship match between Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston. Good match. These, these dudes, you could tell they're veterans, man. They got good chemistry with each other. They put on good matches. They work well together. They feed off of each other. So, very good, entertaining match. But the match ends in a no contest or, or count-out, double count-out, because um, they were fighting outside the ring. Things happened. Um, and then Randy started to fuck with Kofi's family. His wife and his two kids was in the, you know, the, I guess, ringside. Uh, Randy... Started talking to them, mouthing off to him, you know, you know, saying something to him, and then Kofi basically lost it. Started beating the shit out of him with a Kango stick and everything, and you know, it was just wild. Overall, good match. Not so happy about the ending, but I guess I, they're gonna drag this out, so there will be another match between the two of them. I ain't mad at it, you know, I ain't mad at it. But with Randy, man, they need to cut this this Viper gimmick. 
and go back to the legend killer. You know, let him grow the beard back out. You know, make him look, you know, fucking crazy. You know, mean like he did when he was their legend killer. Because, I don't know, I'm just tired of this this Randy that we have right now. You know, Randy Orton is, is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Not even just currently, but but of all time. And I want to see him go out strong. Not saying, you know, he's about to retire or whatever, but it's clear Randy don't got too many years left with him. You know what I mean? Been in the business 10 plus fucking years, you know. He doesn't have too too much longer. And he's one of those guys from way back that still looks good. Um, puts on good matches inside the ring. He's still good to work with, you know. And I just want to see him go out. Excuse me, excuse me. I want to see him go out as my favorite gimmick, man, the, the, the legend killer. Have him fucking some people up, you know. Have him go back to being ruthless. Go back to not giving a fuck and just, you know, beating the shit out of people, man. That's what we want to see. That's how I want to see Randy go out, you know. Not this just Viper fucking gimmick. You know, you can just switch the shit over. It's not going to, it's not like anything's going to change. Just I, honestly, I would just like let him grow the beard back. I think he looks a lot cooler with the beard. And just have him ruthless again, man. Not giving a fuck, you know. Just taking people the fuck out like the legend killer. I think that'd be dope. So then, okay, the last, the last match of the night, the last match of the night, we have Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Surprisingly, this was. A really good match, you know, really good match. It wasn't your typical suplex, 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 F5, oh, uh, uh, what the fuck is, uh, 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 curve stomp, you know, shit like that. Like, they actually was doing stuff, you know, fucking even to the point where Seth Frog splashed, uh, on top of rock, on top of Brock through a table, and like this was an entertaining match. It was a good match. Seth Rollins wins, gets his belt back. Thought that was pretty dope because the whole shit with Brock is pretty goddamn played out. Um, so I'm glad Seth got the win, got his belt back. You know, it's pretty dope. You know, if you ask me, it's pretty dope. Pretty goddamn dope. Show okay. That was SummerSlam overall. Good show. You know, I would say good show. Uh, wasn't anything spectacular, but good show. Good show. Had a couple of predictable um, matches. Like, you knew who was going to win. But I, I would say a lot of people, they performed. You know, it lived up to whatever it was supposed to live up to. It was a pretty good match. It was a pretty good pay-per-view. I ain't mad at it. You know, I ain't mad at it. But, all right, let's go on to Raw. The Raw after SummerSlam. Okay, let me get a sip of this water. All right. Uh, the Raw following SummerSlam. Isn't me, am I bugging? Because sometimes I miss the opening of Raw. You know, sometimes I don't catch it. So, I caught, I I think it was last week or whatever. I forgot to talk about, well, I didn't talk about it because I was gone. Because like I said, I wanted to see SummerSlam. But does Raw have a new intro? You know, maybe I'm tripping because I missed the, 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 the entrance the intro this uh, Monday, but I think they have a new intro, and the shit was really dope. I hope I'm not wrong about that, but it was really dope, you know, and I, I enjoyed it. You know, I thought it was pretty cool. Just had... 
Yeah, they do. I'm reading on it right now. Yeah, I think I think they got a new intro. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm bugging out. But I'm pretty sure they got a new intro. And the shit looked the dope as hell. Hopefully they stick with it. Because I ain't mad at it. But anyway, start off. Seth coming out. Celebrating. Um... I'm going I'm to I'm just get through all this because I don't want to hold y'all up. I don't want to make this a long episode. Just get to the highlights. You know, talk a little shit here and there. And that'll be it. But anyway, uh, you know, Seth is out celebrating his win. Blah, blah, blah. Then AJ and the OC come out. They talking they shit. Then a match happens. A match happens between AJ and uh, Seth. So, while that's happening, you think, you know, it's about to be a clean, good match. But, of course, the OC interrupts. They start beating the shit out of, out of Seth. Then Ricochet comes out. And then, I don't know where Braun Strowman comes out. I don't know where the fuck Braun has been. But, we get a Braun sighting. Now, I don't know if they're going to set up something between Braun and AJ or Braun and Seth. Because they could go either way. AJ need, does need a challenger for the U.S. title. Because he, he just beat Ricochet at SummerSlam. So, he kind of needs an opponent now, and age and um Seth needs an opponent too, I, I guess, because he just beat Brock, you know. And if they're running with this no automatic rematch bullshit, then they should both have new opponents, right? Right. But this is fucking WWE we talking about, so you know they make a they make a rule and then they break the rule. So I don't know. Guess we just have to wait and see. What I would like to see more, I would like to see uh. Maybe Seth and Braun more. I think I, I like to see the two of them more. I like, because I really like Braun. I don't think he need to be, start doing the mid-card shit because he's proven himself that he's over a mid-card performer. You know, not saying AJ is a mid-card performer, but AJ done had to go before, you know, multiple times. Braun has yet to hold, you know, a, a mainstream title yet. You know what I'm saying? And... If he did, it wasn't too long, you know. So I don't want to. I don't want Braun to get thrown into the mid card situation, and he's he's you know he's pretty major. He's pretty major, you know, as a top dude. So give him the the, the big title shots, you know. So I would like to see him and him and um Seth if they make that happen. But anyway, moving on, the King of the Ring is back, people. The King of the Ring is fucking back. I am super excited for the King of the Ring being back. Uh, King of the Ring is something that I was really um, hyped for back in the day. You know, uh, I was really hyped for it. Glad they're bringing this shit back. It's really exciting. You know, anybody, I, I don't know who doesn't like the King of the Ring. And the King of the Ring boosted so many people's careers. You know, after they won, they probably they went on to win gold. We all remember Booker T when he won it, turned into King Booker. Then he went on to win the world heavyweight title. You know, I remember when Sheamus won, Stone Cold won. And then that's when he took off for real, for real afterwards. Uh, I think Triple H won before. You know, so many people, so many people won that shit. And like the King of the Ring is dope. And it's, it's, it's something to really look forward to, you know. And it gives these guys who... Haven't been on fucking TV, haven't been doing anything but chasing the fucking 24-7 champion around. You know, it gives them an opportunity to really do some shit. Even though they're not, you know, even though they're, they may not win, they still, they're getting some spotlight. You know, they get an opportunity to show that they can, 
They can put on a fucking match and they can do some shit. And I think that's super dope, man. I think that's dope. I love that. Love that the King of the Ring is back. I think that's fucking awesome. Um, they showed the trailer for it. A little, well, a little teaser for it. And I'm reading here. Here are the, the guys, the, the superstars that they showed that appeared in the, the teaser. Uh, Ali, Apollo Crews, Samoa Joe, Cedric Alexander, Chad Gabriel, uh, Shelton Benjamin, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Buddy Murphy, Cesaro, Ricochet, Elias, The Miz, Andrade, and Baron Corbin. Now, if those are all the participants, I'm not mad at it. Uh, I'm not mad at it at all. If we're going off of everyone involved that I just read, who I, who I would like to see win, my top three guys, I would... I wouldn't be mad at if they won the whole thing. Number one is Samoa Joe. You know, I think that'll really help him. It'll boost him up, get him some spotlight. Cause Samoa Joe is one of those fucking wrestlers where... Oh, thundering outside where I'm at. But Samoa Joe is always one of those wrestlers where he's always close. Like, he's always right there to getting the big belt. And then the shit doesn't happen. You know, he was close with AJ. Him and AJ put on a couple of good matches... Uh, I think that was the end of last year or maybe the beginning of this year. And he was always close to winning. You thought he was going to win, but it just didn't happen. You know what I mean? So um, it was that. And then with the universal situation, when Brock had it, you know, it's like he always was would look good. Looked like he's about to do something. I remember when he choked out Paul Heyman and everything. It looked like he was about to do something, but... Didn't win it. He fought Brock. Didn't win it. And then they made, a, I think it was a fatal five-way or fatal four-way one time. They do Braun and them in there. So he didn't win it. So Samoa Joe is always close. He needs something like this in his career to really push him to the top. Or give him, give him a push. You know what I mean? Because he already had the U.S. title. He lost that. And it's like, you know, don't make my dude a nobody. Samoa Joe is fucking talented. He has the look of a bad guy. The way he talks, the way he acts is a bad guy. I would really like to see some old Joe get a push. And I got a hot take. Well, not really a hot take, but a, uh, something I would, you know, like I said, um, at the end of every episode, I'm going to say something I would like to see happen in the WWE. Um, and what I have this week that I'm going to say at the end of this episode, it has to do with Samoa Joe. So I'm going to tell you all that at the end of this episode. And I think it's a pretty cool idea if they make it happen. I think it's pretty dope. But okay. Um, yeah, so I would like to see either Samoa Joe will be my number one I'd like to see win. Um, and then Cesaro. Wouldn't be mad if Cesaro win. I think a lot of people probably have Cesaro as their favorite. You know, this their favorite winning. I wouldn't be mad. Savaro's another person. He needs a big push because he's just floating in fucking nowhere right now. So Cesaro, he needs a push. So he'll be my second choice. Then my third choice. Hmm. My third choice would be probably Drew McIntyre. Because he's another one. Like I said on the last episode. He needs to get something fucking going, bro. He has the look. He has the move set. You know, he, he can be a top fucking dude. I think The Rock even said in an interview or whatever that he think Drew McIntyre can be like a top guy in the business. You know, he just has to find his stride and, and, and get his shit, put his shit together. 
But, man, I, I would really like to see Drew do something. You know, I would really like to see Drew do something. But, um, you know, I just, I just don't get it. You know, he was just basically Shane's lackey, his bodyguard. That seems like it's kind of dead and over because he got this thing going with Cedric Alexander now. So, it's just like Drew needs to pick up some quality wins. And he got to just do more because it's going to get to a point. It may be to a point with some people, but it's going to get to a point where we don't give a fuck about you, Drew. You know, we don't give a fuck about him because you can't keep coming out, talking a big game, you know, uh, um, flexing your muscles and shit. And then you fucking lose in every big match you get. You know, we're not going to keep fearing that shit like you took a good game. But then when it comes to getting down to work and putting and, and putting hands on people and winning a fucking match, you keep losing. So this would definitely be something to really give him a push. Drew, I'm not saying you have to put him all the way to the top at the main, put him in contention at the main championship, but put him in contention with some goddamn championship. Because the only belt he's had since he's been back, I want to say, was the Royal Tag Team belts, and that was with Dolph, and that didn't even last long. He might have won the belt at NXT, I'm not sure, but he can, he can, a few with him and AJ won't be bad. I don't see it happening, but that wouldn't be bad. I don't even know who has the goddamn IC belt right now. Who the fuck is the Intercontinental Champion right now? I can't even think of who the fuck is the the IC Champion right now. I, I really, I'm really drawing a blank. I don't, I don't know who the hell got that belt right now. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Who the fuck is the IC Champion? Is it Shinsuke? I think it's Shinsuke Nakamura. That's the IC Champion. That's fucking wild. I didn't even think of that. Where the hell is Shinsuke? Got the goddamn IC belt, and we don't even see him for real. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, Shinsuke. Shinsuke Nakamura got the goddamn IC belt. Last time we seen him, he beat Apollo Crews. Excuse me, on SmackDown. That's fucking wild, man. I don't know. I I, I haven't seen Shinsuke, so... Maybe I've been missing SmackDown too much. Maybe he's been around. I've just been missing him, but I don't know. That's 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 pretty crazy. He has the belt. I didn't even realize that. But anyway, uh, yeah, like with Drew, he needs to get a win, man. So, like I said, my top three, Samoa Joe, uh, Cesaro, Drew McIntyre, and my sleeper. Well, uh, one more person I wouldn't be so upset about if they win. Um, I'm not going to go Kevin Owens, even though I love Kevin Owens, but I'm not going to go Kevin Owens. I'll probably go with Andrade. Yeah, I'll go Andrade. Yeah, I'll go Andrade. Or Elias. I'm not too mad at Elias, but Elias is the current 24-7 champion. I think it's pretty cool. They could do something funny with him with his you know, segments when he's coming out to perform and he has the belt and then he's getting interrupted by the guys chasing him, trying to win the belt, you know, so I think that'd be cool. But um, I'll I probably go, yeah, I'll go Andrade because I like Andrade too. I think he's he's destined to be something, something big time, you know. But on this list, man, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, Apollo doing some more. Uh, Chad Gabriel doing some more, Cedric Alexander, because these dudes, they're younger dudes, I, I would say, you know, they're they athletic, they're really good in the fucking ring, they just got to figure something out with them, man, you got to figure something out with them, but moving on, uh, I just said Cedric Alexander, so this is a good segue, uh, Cedric Alexander versus Drew McIntyre, fire match, fire, nothing bad to say about it, fire, 
That's it. Fire. Now, I don't want them to feud and have a one-on-one match every goddamn week, which it seems like that that they're doing. This might be the third match in the last three goddamn rows, but fuck all that. Fire. Good match. Drew wins. Um, Cedric Alexander is really good at selling the goddamn Claiborne kick. Now, every time he gets clicked, he does this. Every time he gets kicked, he does this fucking flip in the air. Like he really sells the shit out of the Claiborne kick. Claiborne kick, and that's really dope. But that match, pure fire, pure fucking fire. Love that match. Up there, it can be up there for match of the year. You know, consideration. That's that match was really dope. Really, if you want to say match of the year on just Raw, then whatever. But Really dope match, really dope match. They both brung, they both uh brung their a game. Really enjoyed that goddamn match. Really good fucking match. So all right, moving on. Uh, Natalia comes out, arm in a sling. I think she says her shoulder is dislocated, or her elbow. Can't remember, but you know she's talking, talking to the Canadian to the Canadian crowd, talking about um. She had a dream about her dad saying he's proud of her, you know, da da da. I thought it was kind of cheesy and corny, to be honest. I don't even give a shit. Uh, you know, not saying that I don't care about her dad passing, you know, because that is sad. But I see what they were trying to do. She was she wasn't really good at acting it out. Sorry, she just wasn't. The shit just didn't look believable. It didn't look right. You know, it just looked it awkward and forced and just phony as fuck. You know, so. Whatever. But anyway, she's doing that in the middle of the ring. And then out of nowhere, boom. Sasha motherfucking Banks. My favorite female wrestler, period, today. Sasha Banks comes back. Her music hits after being gone for months. Last time we seen Sasha, I think is when they lost the tag titles, the women tag team titles at WrestleMania Back in April, I think that was. That's the last time I can recall seeing her, you know, in in uh, the ring doing something. So she was going, what, two months? Wait, no. About three months, I would say she was gone. So that's a long fucking time, bro. So Sasha comes up, crowd going crazy. Michael Cole can't resist saying it's Ross time. This shit was weird. He does it every time. I wish he would stop. Somebody tell this nigga to stop. But she comes out, comes to the ring. Looks like she's, she's you know, she's there for Natty. She's consoling her and then boom, knocks her the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Takes her purple wig off. She got the blue hair now. You know, and she start beating the shit out of Natty, bro. And I'm just loving every goddamn minute of it. She beating the shit out of Natty. And, and I'm like, yeah, beat that bitch hers. So, yeah, Sasha's hill. You know, she's hill. She's beating the shit out of Natty. And then uh, Becky music. Not, not Becky. Yeah, yeah, Becky music hits. She comes running to the ring, thinking she's about to save some shit. So they fighting, they going at it. And then, you know, my, my bitch Sasha, you know, get the upper hand still. You know, starts whooping her ass too. Picks up a chair and starts beating the shit out of her with the chair. Hits her mad times. So, just dope, man. Sasha Banks is back. It's fire. She ain't say a word. You know, she just got straight to the business. She got a new look. I just think it's so fire. I'm glad she's back, and I'm glad she's hell because the goody-goody two-shoe goody, goody two shit was getting played out. You know what I'm saying? It was getting played out. It was getting corny. So 
I'm glad she's back as a motherfucking hill. And they about to set up something between her and Becky. That match is going to be fire. I'm actually really looking forward to that. So that's going to be a good match whenever they make that shit official or whatever. That's going to be good. I'm going to love that. I'm going to love that. So that was pretty much the highlights from Raw. I don't think I'm missing. I don't think I'm missing anything too important. I'm not gonna talk about the fucking Viking Raiders that still beating up local talent. I, I don't, I'm not gonna waste my goddamn breath on those guys. I don't. I just. I don't fucking get it. Oh, um, Athrade and Ray had a two out of three falls, and Athrade swept them, beat them two, two out of the three back, beat them back to back. Pretty good match, you know. They got good chemistry. That's another match I think I wish they would stop now. They don't fought like seven goddamn times, bro. Like, that's it, man. We get it. We get it. <laughs> you know, we get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. I don't need to keep seeing the two of them do the shit that they're doing. You know, we got it. We got it. So, that was pretty much the highlights of Raw. You know, that's pretty much the highlights of Raw. SmackDown really wasn't wasn't too eventful. Wasn't really too much going on. Bunch of random matches put together. Excuse me, like I said, Shane comes out, interrupts KO, finds him a hundred K, I think it was. For you know, cause you know on SummerSlam during their match, KO assaulted or he beat up Elias, and Elias was wearing an official jersey, official's jersey or whatever. So Shane saying, "Oh, you put your hands on an official, you can't do that." Blah blah blah. I'm gonna find you a hundred, a hundred K. Know, it's just corny, man. It's just it's so corny, and I'm just <sighs> tired of that goddamn feud. But that happened. Um, Charlotte and Ember. That happened. Charlotte ended up winning. Ember. It looks like she's about to fade into oblivion again. No one's gonna give a shit. They need to team her up with someone, bro. Because the single match shit, it just it doesn't seem like it's happening. Team her up with somebody. Give them. I, honestly, if you think about it, her and Sarah Logan would work out together because they kind of dress similar. You know what I mean? They, their attire is pretty similar because they broke up the fucking Riot Squad, but I I think was a stupid mistake. I, I don't think they should have did that, but they broke up the, the Riot Squad, so put Sarah Logan and Ember together. Sarah Logan ain't doing shit. We don't see her. So give us some TV time. Make another tag team. They can use another women's tag team because their tag team division isn't that great right now. So they can use another tag team. It won't hurt. You know what I'm saying? It won't hurt. So put them together. They pretty much, their attire looks really similar. I think they would be a good team. They work together, get some moves that they perform together. I think it would be all right. But um, that happened. Uh... What else happened? Um, oh, oh, yeah. Roman and Buddy Murphy also put on a really good match. Wasn't as good as Cedric Alexander and Drew McIntyre, in my opinion, but really good fucking match. Really good match. Buddy Murphy was putting on a show. Roman was doing his thing, as always. Really good match, man. I enjoyed the fuck out of that match. And then Roman ends up winning, but he was he was showing um, Buddy... A lot of respect, you know, head nodding, saying, yo, that was that was it. Good shit, good shit. Good fucking match. I enjoyed that match. So then after the match or whatever, a little while after, uh, Daniel Bryan and Ro- and Roland uh, run down on Buddy and beat the shit out of him, press his head against the wall, makes, you know, forces him to admit that he was lying. He was lying on Roland, on Roland, 
for saying that he was the one that attacked Roman Reigns. You know, so it was pretty weird. It's pretty funny because I remember uh, when Buddy first said, you know, when Roman Reigns had ran down on Buddy and put pinned his head against the wall, and Buddy said, it was rolling, it was rolling. Roland did it. So I remember Daniel's excuse was if, if someone pins your head to the wall, aren't you just going to say something? You're just going to say anything to get out of that situation, right? So why do you believe what he's saying? And then the next, excuse me, this SmackDown, he, they do the same thing to Buddy, and Buddy says, okay, I was lying, contradicting the shit out of himself, but whatever. Okay, so we went from there, buddy. Man, SmackDown really won nothing, man. Really, really won nothing going on in SmackDown. Then we get a a, a three man tag match between the New Day versus the Revival and Randy Orton. I match, nothing, st- nothing too spectacular again. Just an I match. Uh, I don't think the match even. No, 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 no. The Revival and Randy Orton defeat the New Day. And then after the match, Randy Orton beats the shit out of all three of them because they all hurt RKO's, all three members of the New Day. And it was pretty dope, I guess. But, you know, that's how SmackDown pretty much ended. None. And they had this weird face-off with uh, Roman Reigns and Dane Bryan. And it was just, I don't know, pointless. They're keeping this shit going with the um, who attacked Roman. I wonder when they're going to come to the conclusion I don't know, but I guess it's cool because it's, it's something different, something that WWE hasn't done in a while. So I'm not necessarily mad at it. I just hope the person, whoever it is that did it, it's a good opponent for Roman. It's not just some bullshit. You know, who do I personally think is the corporate? The corporate. The, I don't know why I try to say certain words. No, and I can't say it. But whoever, who I think, <laughs> who I think is the person who did it, I thought I think everyone thought it was Daniel at first, but I think everyone pretty much predicted that and guessed it online. So I think WWE probably scratched it and said, oh, we're going to go with someone else. So if it isn't Daniel and it isn't Buddy, um, I think maybe Baron Corbin or some shit like that. Barry, Baron Corbin or, or, or Bobby Lashley or something because we haven't seen them on TV in a little bit. You know, we haven't seen him doing anything. I think the last time we seen Baron was when he, him and um, uh, Shorty, they they lost the belt to uh, uh, Becky and Rowling. So at that paper, at Extreme Rules. So I don't know. I would guess them. I wouldn't like to see either one of those matches. I probably I like to see Lesnar versus Roman more than Roman versus Baron, even though I do kind of like Baron Corbin, but I wouldn't want to see that match. Um, I, I honestly, like I said, I I wouldn't want to see Roman and Bobby neither, but I would rather see that more than Roman and Baron. But I don't know. We'll see. They're gonna drag it out. They're gonna drag it out. Uh, oh, Daniel claims that he has information on who did it, and he's gonna spill the beans next Tuesday. So we see what the fuck that leads up to. But that was pretty much SmackDown. SmackDown really was just decent. I will say Raw was the better show. Was the better show this week, but. You know, SmackDown was cool. It was cool. It wasn't terrible, but it was cool. It was cool. So, um, like I said, at the end of every episode, I want to say something that I want to see happen in the WWE. So, for this episode, episode number two, 
I would like to see Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe as a tag team. I think this should be dope. Here's why. Uh, what was it? Two weeks ago when um, Samoa Joe was mad about people accusing him of being the person who attacked Roman. They finally meet up the whole episode. He's looking for Roman. Roman finally pulls up and they see each other in the parking lot. Roman's getting out of his car. Samoa Joe's walking up to him. And then out of nowhere, a car fucking attacks. You know, it drives and crashes right into uh, to, uh, Roman's car. And he almost hits Roman. So when he when that happens, Samoa Joe's concerned. He's like, yo, get a medic out here. Get a medic. Telling him to relax and stay down and blase, blase. And I just think the two of them, man, because they both hard-hitting Samoans. You feel me? Them together. Excuse me. That'll be dope. It'll be dope. You know, maybe somehow make Samoa Joe a bit of a face, but not doing good. You know, make him a good guy, but not really doing good guy shit. You know what I'm trying to say? Because the crowd already already loves Joe. You know, he just happens to do bad guy shit time for time. But he, he already has the crowd. The crowd fucks with him. Every time his music hits and he's coming out at you, all you hear is the Joe, 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 you know, to the beat of his of his theme song. So the crowd already fuck with him. And I think they'd be good together, man. It'd be a powerhouse. You know, I think they'll work well together. I think they look good together. You know, two big fucking Samoans just... Beating the shit out of people, man. And my thing is, they the WWE can use some more tag teams because that Raw division in tag teams is looking goddamn shaky. The Viking Raiders are still beating up niggas who work at Subway, which I don't understand why they're still doing that bullshit, but that's happening. I don't know where the fuck AOP is. I haven't seen them in a while. I don't. I don't even. I can't even begin to figure out what the fuck going on there. Uh, the Revival, they're cool, but they just had the damn belt, so. I don't know. And then Jimmy and Jay, the Usos, uh, you know, I think it was Jimmy that just got the DUI. Like I said on the my last episode, he got the DUI. So I guess maybe they're punishing them, keeping them off TV because they wasn't even on TV this Monday or anything. So I don't know what's going on with them. Plus, having them in the goddamn title picture every time does get a bit annoying, even though they are dope and they are really talented and one of the best tag teams in the world. Seeing them in the title picture all the time is pretty fucking annoying. You know, and then other than that, it's like, who else? What what are, what are the other tag teams? You know what I mean? What are the other tag teams? Because what's, what's, what's the dude's name? Uh, um, Zack Ryder and I can't even think of his homeboy's name. Um, but they was a team that lasted not too long. And it's like now they're back to not being on TV again. So I don't know. I don't, I don't think it'll hurt. It'll give Roman and Samoa Joe something to do. It'll put both of them in a, a championship picture. And it'll help out that weak-ass tag team division, you know. I'm pretty sure this won't happen. You know, WWE is not going to do this. For a fact, they're not going to do this. But I'm just saying, in my opinion, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I think it'd be dope. But that's it, folks. That's all I got, man. Uh, This was episode two of Heavyweight Champ Talk with Henny Mike. I want to thank y'all for tuning in. I want to thank y'all for fucking with me. As always, it's my pleasure. You know, like I said, man, I just love doing this for y'all, doing this for myself. I love wrestling. So now that I have my own platform, my own podcast to discuss wrestling, and I get to say it however the fuck I want to say it until they shut me down, I'm going to talk my shit. You feel me? But 
I appreciate y'all for fucking with me, man. Honestly, thank y'all for tuning in. Continue to make these numbers go up. Tell a friend to tell a friend. It's a real nigga talking about wrestling. You need to hear this shit. You understand me? So anyway, man, like I said, y'all check out my other podcast. It's always Happy Hour. Also on Spotify. Check us out, man. That's what we talk about. Hip-hop, cultural shit, sports, you know, random stuff, nasty stuff, funny stuff, and all types of shit, man. We talk about everything on that motherfucker. You know what I so, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for fucking with me. I'm out of here. See y'all next week. Episode 3. Heavyweight Champ Talk. Peace. I love y'all, man. I love y'all. Next week. Episode 3. Episode 3 next week. Episode 3 next week. Episode 3 next week. Episode 3 next week. See y'all next week, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for fucking with me. Love y'all. Peace. From your boy, Henny Mike. Did you heard?